Hello and welcome to whatever this is going to be. There's this wonderful app called GG. And that's that waypoint. We have an account. Have we used it? No, not at all. But we're going to fill that out today. We're going to change that with a bunch of fun stuff. Uh, but joining me today as part of Waypoint, we have Bo and Jordan. How are we doing, everyone? Pretty good. Wonderful. What about you, man? I'm here. I'm ready to fill out this app that we've barely touched. I am an avid user of this app, and Bo has it. I'm not sure of your history with it. Can you just give like a one-sentence detail of your history with the app? Picked it up, forgot it existed, reminded, and add to it whenever I'm reminded. Run on sentence. Okay. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, so, yeah. Uh, on the docket, Brett might show up at some point, and you might see a slick edit. You might not. Who knows? And Brett, hurry up. Where are you at, man? It's okay. No, he's We're working out. A very choppy edit. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, for sure. He's pumping iron. He's got better things to do than be on the podcast. Um, so on the docket, we've got some fun stuff like um, our game of the year watch. And I have filled mine out. I've made some lists for the group. Let's see here. Go to lists. See here are mine. Here are my top three of all time. And then my game of the year watch down here. I just have it takes two because that is my current game of the year. I think I got bows right. Is this your current game of the year, Monster Hunter Rise? Maybe, because I Maybe. just, yeah, I'll get into it later, but I sure. just beat a game that I'm starting to consider for game of the year. That's exciting. I am eagerly awaiting that discussion. And Jordan, I just took a shot in the dark and put a placeholder in here. I put Skyward Sword, but before we start recording, you said that should change to... Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. I'm playing through Skyward Sword right now. I like okay. it. It's good. <laughs> just good. And but not in the It's game definitely of not a game of the year. On, on just um, inconvenience alone, I'm like, this doesn't get game of the year. Sure. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely take that out. And if you were to rank Ratchet and Clank so far out of 10, mm. what, what would you give it? Put you on the spot right there. I'll say four, because I feel like saying, like, three is definitely way too low, but mm -hmm. it isn't quite a five. I, I wish that... Uh... It allows point fives. It allows point fives for the record. Oh, it allows point little half star there i'm st i'll stick with a four for now but yeah. I'll, I'll think about it more and if i want you to get give it a the extra point five later i will but Bad. you know i love the game looks beautiful it's like playing through a pixar movie gameplay feels good it just mm -hmm. kind of feels like some of the uh the rift stuff was more of a marketing gimmick than it was actually a tool in the game it's really only important in two planets and funny enough uh there's a there's a few places in skyward sword to do the, that do the exact same thing that rift apart does and it's kind of funny it's odd yeah and though we didn't even have an ssd what the fuck insomniac <laughs> you tell him you tell him and you are currently playing this game right you haven't finished it yet rift apart yeah no or i beat did. that okay you did beat it it's it's been logged you have beat this game yeah okay and no, you can continue, but before we leave this screen, I just want to acknowledge that Michael Jordan, like someone with a Michael Jordan icon, has played this game, and I refuse to believe that it's anyone other than Michael Jordan. Than the himself. actual Michael Jordan. Yeah. Michael Jordan himself. <laughs> They've said, like, damn, great. Space Jam 2 shouldn't have been LeBron. It should have just been me with Ratchet. <laughs> like, yeah. Instead of changing the basketball player and keeping the Looney Tunes world, we'll keep the basketball player and change which world. Honestly, a Sony <laughs> IP Space Jam... I wouldn't not see it, you know? Yeah. The Emoji Movie? Like, he just has to yeah. get stuck in that world for a while? Cinema. Pure cinema. Masterpiece. Truly. Listen, as bad as that movie was, and I haven't seen it, I'm just going to say, props to Patrick Stewart for being willing to pe to play a poop emoji. Yeah, I'm sure he was paid more than we will ever see in our individual lifetimes, and he probably had to sit in a booth for, like, 20 minutes, maybe? Yeah, but just the idea of just like, oh, I'm one of the better actors out there. I am, like, very well-trained. I've done Shakespeare. You know, I'm British, so I naturally sound like a better actor. And he's just like, yeah, no, I'll totally play the poop emoji. I love that that was a discussion we had on this podcast, of all podcasts to put that on. So, Jordan, since we're on your profile, do you have your top three of this year on hand? Or maybe we can talk through it and figure it out? Um... Yeah, I th this and Skyward Sword might be the only games I've oh, played this year. Oh, I just took year. it out, too. <laughs> well, might okay, be the I'll only wait. games I've played this year that came out in 2021. Um, I mean, new Pokemon Snap, but I really didn't get that far in it because I was streaming it at first, and I've been intending to go back. Sure. Um, so, yeah. I also spent the first chunk of the year not really playing anything too much. 
That's fair. Other than a lot of Tetris 99 and Fortnite. Tetris 99 has no right to be as good as it is. Uh, it has the yeah. absolute right to be as good as it is, because even regular Tetris is fucking fire. Yes, but the idea of someone walking into a boardroom and just dripping sweat and still has cocaine on their nose, and they're just like, listen, we, we, okay, Fortnite and Tetris, we gotta combine them. The kids are into Fortnite right now. Yeah, and it worked. No, it works so well. Because uh, so Pac-Man well. 99 did not work as well. No, but for some reason I feel like the Pac-Man Battle Royale, in theory, should work better than Tetris Battle Royale. Yeah, you'd think. So, Jordan, do you want me to even put Legend of Zelda in the game of your discussion, or is that even... Is it, just, it just... You don't even want to give it a default place. I, I mean, as a default place I'll put it in, because like I'm saying, I mean, the yeah. game's not... You know, it's not fantastic by any means. It is a port of a Wii game. But it's still... Sure. I mean, if you've listened to the other Media Point podcasts um, that we've done... Did I just say Media Point? Blah, blah, blah. Media Club podcast that we've done. Uh, this is only the second Zelda game I'm playing ever. So I'm getting more into the series. Um, I'm considering after this either doing the Link's Awakening remake or doing Link to the Past. And then I'm just praying that at some point the four that I really want to play, which are Twilight Princess, Wind Waker, Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, get ported to the Switch or get put on through either a virtual console type thing. So even if I end up like playing way better games this year, this one's still going to be like a, all right, now I'm, there's a difference between playing one Zelda game and playing two. You know what I mean? Sure. It's, yeah, I'm with you. I'm adding it to your game of the year. At least the watch. On watch. Poof! Brett is here. Introducing Brett. Brett, how you doing? I'm good. How'd I get here? Who knows? <laughs> the magic of editing. Or was it? Who he knows? He looked above but... him like he just dropped from the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, thanks for announcing that, because I can't see any of that, so that's great. Wow. Um, uh, Brett was too busy pumping iron, mm -hmm. as, you know, jocks do. I'm just kidding. Um, but... We haven't really got anywhere, so you didn't miss much. We put two games into Jordan's list of top three of the year so far. Okay. And so he has Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart and Skyward Sword HD. By default, because uh, I've only played two games that came out this year. <laughs> so I think that's that's the final <laughs> for Jordan. Ratchet and Clank, now. I genuinely believe, will be there by, by the end of the year. Skyward yeah. Sword, probably not. Sure. So since Brett has just arrived, I think Brett, right now as a placeholder, I put in Legendary Edition. Oh, yeah. So is that is that cheating for game of the year? Do we think, or what do we think? How do we feel about that? I I I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. It's your list, so that's fine. If it's yeah. Brett's so, game of the year, yeah. Yeah, it's Brett's list. So Brett, if you had a number two game of the year twenty twenty one so far, like in the running, hard number two, right behind, or in front of this or whatever, of the three, add one more. Do you have one? Game of the year twenty twenty one. I haven't beaten it yet, but I, I gotta uh, throw um, Returnal in the mix. Yeah, Probably. I mean, if we if we scroll down, just Alec, I put him as Returnal and Josh as Returnal. I don't know if that's our number one. I think on the podcast we established that it it was at least up there for them. Yeah. So placeholders for them, we have Returnal. So yeah, I will put. Actually, I think I, I think I can just click on the game. But yeah, so Returnal. How do we think about Returnal so far, Bo? Have you played Returnal? I don't remember. I didn't have a PS Five. Oh, yeah, I, that's right. I told myself I would wait for Horizon, and I'm still fucking waiting. Like, not that if I wanted one, I could get one just off the street, but... Sure. Um, Returnal is definitely, like, at the top of my most anticipated PS5 games for, for me personally. Yeah. Perfect. So, Brett, if you had to give... if you Just off the top of your head, if you had to rate that one of five stars Returnal, what would you get it? Give it... Um, hmm. This is just off the cuff. It doesn't have to be, like, super inquisitive or anything. I'd give it, uh, I'd give it four. Okay, yeah. yeah. So a solid eight out of ten. Yeah. yeah. I can see that, for sure. So does that go above Legendary Edition or below? Oh, below. Okay, I kind of thought so. Yeah. So by default, I think it's already that way. Yeah. So we have two for Jordan. I mean, any other thoughts on Returnal as a panel? Um, it sounds good, and like I'm sure I'd like the gunplay. I don't know how I'd feel about a roguelike. I would just probably have to make my peace with the, like, I might never finish this game aspect of it. Sure. I feel like a lot of rogue likes and lights are like that, honestly. Yeah. But I'm also, that's not really a genre that I'm, like, prone to playing a lot of. But just 
off the cuff like that. I think those games are kind of that's kind of the way they're designed. Like you don't really have to beat the game to get what you need out of it for yeah. the most part. Yeah. Yeah. So, Bo, I have you. What do I have you as? Monster Hunter Rise. Monster Hunter Rise. Is that still in the running? At least before we started recording, I think you said that might not be it anymore. No, it might not be my definitive game of the year, but it is definitely in the running. Um, sure. I feel like I've spoken about it enough before, mm-hmm. but if, if you like Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter Rise is a fantastic entry in the series. Has anyone else played Rise? Jordan? Brett? I tried to play uh, the demo played... for it. That's, that's the one that just came out on the Switch, right? Yeah. yeah. It's the one on the Switch. Um, it's the funny like dichotomy between Monster Hunter World for looking very, very, very good and then Monster Hunter Rise for having dog. It's the main <laughs> like discrepancy between which I prefer. It's funny. There's really there's really no dogs in World. No, there are no dogs. In, it took them set, like so many like just multiple generations of Monster Hunter on multiple generations of console to realize shit. What if you could ride a dog? And what if that dog would fight with you in battle? And what if you could you know it's. It's the epitome of, can I pet this dog? Oh, wait, I can ride it? Okay, game of the year. Like, at least consideration. Now, were you able to ride other monsters in other iterations, but it's the first time they're like, why don't I go for people's favorite fucking animal? Well, that's another thing. I don't... I'm not, a, like, a Monster Hunter expert. I don't think riding was a thing before Monster Hunter Rise, but also, with Monster Hunter Rise, you can ride the monsters themselves. So, like, a strategy online is, okay, if I'm hunting this monster that's over here, I'm going to find another monster on the map that has like, an attack that will exploit this monster's weakness. I'll just go attack that monster, ride it across the map to attack the monster that I want, and then you just have them fight, and the battle becomes way easier for you. Do you think the title was a typo, and it was supposed to be Monster Hunter Ride? Shit, yeah. Because <laughs> those letters are right yeah. next to each other. Yeah. Yeah, that, I buy that. Monster That's Hunter Ride, game of the year. That's funny. <laughs> It was a typo for like one of their press beats, and they're like, you know what? That's not bad. We'll just, we'll just run with that. <laughs> IGN already has it on the front page. Uh, it's Rise now, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> it's funny, though. Yeah, it's great. Okay. Um, so, what are you putting behind or above Monster Hunter Rise? What's that game? Scarlet Nexus. Oh, yeah. You've heard talked about this on the podcast before. I just beat it the other night, and okay. I was like, kind of. I think it was just my ADHD, like, not wanting to like push forward. I also, I gave it a four. Um, it wasn't like, it's not the greatest game of all time by any means, but the highs of that high are, or the, the highs of that game are so high. And sure. most of the complaints I've seen about it have been like, oh, I wasn't a big fan of the story. I love, it's it's stupid. It's just convoluted anime bullshit, but that's what I signed up for and I got it. Sure. So mm-hmm. in terms of my expectations and my expectations being met, Scarlet Nexus hit the, uh, hit whatever I was going to say. That's <laughs> probably an accurate ranking for right now, though. I dig it. I dig it. So, you, Nexus too. so do you think you can enjoy the story more going into it knowing, hey, you're not going to be blown away? It's just going to be a pretty generic, fun story? I wouldn't call it generic. It's okay. like the, it's, it's, I would say it's convoluted, and it's definitely one of those games where you'll sit through a cutscene and then be like, what the fuck just happened? But then immediately after that cutscene... A character will will message you and be like, "Hey, so what just happened?" And then we'll break it down in easier language. Um, and it's fun, and I still have to play through the second character, and I'm looking forward to that. That's a good sign. Yeah, yeah. that's a really good sign. So, is Scarlet Nexus your number one right now? Or no, Monster Hunter Rise is still number one. Scarlet Nexus and Scarlet Nexus can move once I beat the second storyline, but um, Monster Hunter Rise is still firmly number one. Perfect. Interesting. So I'm going to put my number two, just like the podcast, Little Nightmares 2. Yes, yes. If I can type. Um, so yeah, I said a lot about this game and how creepy it is and turned a lot, a lot of people off. I know it's on here. You sure it's not NBA? NBA Live 04. What? what? I don't understand. Why is this happening? What if I just put Little Night? <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> Ah, I don't know oh, why that worked. That's I would have loved it if there was like an actual game from like the fucking 90s called Little Knight. It was just a short little like <laughs> like like knight in armor type of thing. Yeah, but spelled without the K, just to be a little, little yeah. different. Yeah, for sure. Well, it's a stealth game. There you oh, go. Oh, true. 
There you go. Yeah, this game's great. If you like this type of... It's, it's very reminiscent of, like, just a extremely creepy inside or extremely creepy limbo. But I, as you can see, these screenshots, I don't know if you can tell how beautiful these look over, like, the the screen that you're looking at, but these things look incredible. And they, I remember playing them, they looked incredible. And these little sludge monsters that you're, that you're running from, they're like, they look like claymation, but semi-realistic, and they're just, they're just terrifying. I loved every second of that. It was great. In a very odd way. Like, terrifying, but I enjoyed it. Hard to explain. I'm a glutton for punishment, what can I say? But yeah, Little Nightmares 2. Shots, I can feel the mood. Yeah. Little Nightmares 2 is definitively one of my favorite games I've ever played and it takes my number two for game of the year so far and i honestly think it could overtake it takes two if like i don't know any given day because i feel like any given day like my favorite game could change i feel like it's for everyone on this list but yeah but yeah so but right now it takes two which is a special moment for my girlfriend and i so i think that uh, i don't really have that with her or a lot of people multiplayer wise i've always been a single player game or a single player uh, i've always been a single player game. i've always playing played single player for the most of my life so yeah. So, other lists. Who do we have here? Do we want to put some games somewhere else? Like, do we want to give Alec a Game of the Year contender and it's just some random-ass game? How about Josh or Chance? Chris? Any takers? We can... Jordan, do you have anything else? I know you said that these were your only two. Uh, Skyward Sword and Ratchet & Clank. Anything come to mind? I mean, I got... I don't feel comfortable putting new Pokemon Snap on there just yet because I'm barely into it. As far as the games I'm playing right now, like, I'm playing through a ROM hack of Pokemon right now, so that's not going to be on here. Um, But yeah, work's been slow, so I downloaded an emulator onto my phone. Everybody, if you have an iPhone, download Delta Emulator. Not illegal. Does not require a jailbreak. And I didn't want to play the same old, same old Pokemon games. I was like, all right, let me find a ROM hack. It's it's been pretty fun. I'm not going to lie. Like, I don't go for ones that use fake Pokemon, but just, like, they change up the region and the, the story. And I'm like, I can fuck with this. Yeah. yeah, I'm always for, like, pretty much any Pokemon. So if they can just change it and make it a little different than what you're used to, yeah, I'm all for that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Brett, do you have a number three in the running for Game of the Year? Game of the Year. Oh, I know we kind man. of talked about it on the podcast already, but maybe things have changed since then. Yeah, I, I still haven't put enough time into Ration and Clank. Sure. So I don't want to put that on there just for... Because I assume we're going to be doing, like, maybe a game of the year kind of discussion in december or something right absolutely so. yeah probably around the game the game awards yeah yeah I can also so. see us updating this like november oh time. yeah i hope to around that time maybe even october we'll see yeah it, so it, I, aren't there a lot of big games coming out in october am i wrong or is that yeah november? yeah oh yeah there's like uh, like nintendo one. nintendo alone there's like three games or something coming out sure. in october it's pretty Ooh. it's pretty big but yeah, yeah i think I think Ratchet will, will be on the list at the end of the day for me, but I haven't. I've only put, played it for like five hours, so I mean, right? I'm I'm plugging away in Skyward Sword and uh, really enjoying, um, really enjoying the game so far. I completed uh, the second dungeon, which was like the Elden volcano or whatever. And ring? I'm just kidding. <laughs> you have Elden uh, Ring? <laughs> Brett has it first. Guys, I got the excuse, exclusive first look. <laughs> What does um, smell like? Him and Miyazaki, just like that. Just like that. Uh, so is that your number? Is that your number three, Brett? Or are you just talking? I think so. Own? I think okay. so. Yeah, for now. Um, it's uh, it, it's been a completely different kind of vibe for what Zelda is for me. For Where did you far. say in the game you were? I just beat the second dungeon, so the Elden Volcano. Okay. Um. And not when not you say too... dungeon, are you talking about like the ones from where, like when you go back and you get the flame for your sword, or are you talking about like legitimately the first time you're there in that area? The first time, okay, yeah. So, um, yeah, it was pretty, uh, like I got the third tablet piece or whatever. gotcha, okay, yeah, you're still pretty early in, yeah. So, it was pretty cool, like just to see the. Like um, I can't. I, I I think it's Impa. One of the Sheikah ladies was like, "Oh, you're yeah. too slow." Yeah, yeah. You do see Impa in this. Yeah, she was like, "You're too slow." I was like, "What?" Like, I I never thought about like that kind of concept with Link and Zelda in the Zelda franchise of like you actually being too slow because like all the other games are pretty much like, "Oh, you're like, whenever you show up, you show up, and there's no like time 
kind of thing. But yeah, so I'm really liking the characterization of all the characters. So, yeah. yeah. Sure. Like, so like this this is the this is the correct order. Legendary yeah. Edition, Eternal, okay, Skyward Sword. Sure. Yep. Awesome. So that's your top three so far. Mm-hmm. Bo, do you have a number three? Yes. Loop okay. Hero. And it's not just because I see it there, but awesome. It's one of those games where I'm not going to lie and say like I'm super good at this game or I'm really far into this game right now. But it, the tone and the atmosphere, which are essentially the same thing, um, <laughs> the like just the the mystique of oh, there's a new enemy. I not only want to like face that enemy for the experience and the other random reasons you would want to battle in an RPG, but because there's most likely going to be some interesting story beat that goes along with it. Um, you, you know, you combine that with the fact that it really is one of those games where you can not have it running in the background, but you can have a podcast on. You can have a stream on the on your other monitor or wherever. And you can have this podcast on right now while playing. You can have the Waypoint podcast on. In fact, I, exclusive, but I made a deal with the developers of Blue Hero. You actually get bonus experience if you listen to the Waypoint podcast. Who knew? Uh... Exactly. Who knew? And there's also a clause in there that says that you can't sue me for false advertising if you try that out. But try out Loop Hero. It's fantastic. Um, it's one of the most addicting games that I've played ever, maybe? Wow. High praise. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's fantastic. The only reason I can't rate it any higher is because, like, for me personally, like, it, it, Monster Hunter Rise feels more attuned to my personality because it's big-ass sword hits big-ass monster. Sure. Hero is just one of those games where it's hard to describe, it's hard to pitch to anyone, but I also feel like it's one of those games that's universally easy to get a hold of and easy to understand and enjoy. And it's only on PC, correct? At least right yes. now. And most of it yes, runs in I... the background, from what I understood about it. So, like, have you heard of, like, just idle games or, like, Cookie Clicker is the, yeah. the example that I keep hearing the most? That is such a bad example because it's not, like... Like, with Cookie Clicker, it is just you not... No brain cells firing, you just need lightning to hit your nervous system and you can click a button and you'll be fine loop hero there are rpg elements there are like very very light exploration in terms of um like i said when you combine different tile or you'll combine different tiles to create different land masses and those land masses will spawn sometimes new enemies depending on what you're doing um gotcha gotcha yeah the story is very the story is interestingly told it's it's not like a straightforward hey, here's going to be a text bubble. You can read all of this. It's, you have to really experiment and try some different stuff to, to get different results, um, both narratively and gameplay-wise. So I just I love that marriage of experimentation and payoff, which I, I have enjoyed a lot. Interesting. It's one of the very few like PC-only games that I am very intrigued in. Like, I, don't, yeah. I don't know if I'm going to play it this year, but I think like at some point I'm going to play this damn game. It's it going to happen. 100% come to mobile or like just like ipads like i feel like you could easily play this on an ipad maybe not so easily on a switch but i would like to see it come to switch or other platforms eventually it's that good are you they currently have... playing this game sorry brett are you currently playing this game yes yeah it's it's not necessarily like a every day i'm playing but it's like yep. i have 30 minutes he literally has it open to... right now it's <laughs> i'm playing it on another monitor right now like, if that type of game, yeah, like you said. So, and then Brett, you can ask your question right after this. I promise. I apologize. Uh, what would you rate this game out of five stars? 4. Right 5. now, four point five. Wow, that's crazy. And again, I praise. That's a nine. Not... Yeah, it's it's fucking phenomenal. The only reason I'm not like boosting it higher in my personal rankings is again, it just is like if people, if my friends were to ask, like picking these three, which would be Bo's favorite? Monster Hunter would just be the default because I. I'm a sucker for lizard brain level, just hard hit, dodge out of a, the way of a fire blast. Like, it's, it's really high octane stuff. But it would be your number three out of the running so far? Yes. Yeah. Is that just kind of like the nature of the game? Yeah, kind of it's, it's very it chill. Mm-hmm. It's very chill. And that said, I am very much a twitchy, action based gamer. Mm-hmm. So. Sure. I feel like that list represents my, my views right now. We'll see what happens as the year progresses. Sure. And then, Brett, I cut you off so many times, so please, go ahead. <laughs> uh, so I was going to ask with Loop Hero, like, uh, is there, like, uh, plans to expand on the game, like, with extra content or anything like that, added features? 
I'm not sure. I know that the development team is pretty small, so okay. I would not expect anything in terms of, hey, we're going to add some crazy DLC that adds 30 hours to the game. Um, but also, like, I'm, I'm not... Like, I'm on the final boss. Like, I, I've approached the final boss, but... Once I beat the final boss, I, I'm more than satisfied. Like, I'm not asking for any more, because what I've been given so far has been so good. Mm-hmm. Sure. Interesting. Cool. My number three, like I said on the podcast, is Knockout City. What do we think about Knockout City as a panel? I tried I actually... it for a couple times during the free weekend, or free week. Okay. Did you enjoy it? Yes and no. Like, it's not a bad game. It's just not quite for me, slash I'm still not the best at PC games. Um, If anything, I kind of wish that I used it to more get better at controller, at, at uh, mouse and keyboard controls. But I know that people okay. are also saying that Boomerang X is going to be really good for that as well. Or is really good for that. I don't know if that game came out yet. I think it did. Yeah. So... But, I mean, I, I see the appeal to it. Like, I could see, oh, there's six of us, you know, the six of us here at Waypoint just play two uh, two teams versus two two teams versus each other. Like, you could have a lot of fun with it. It definitely has that kind of, like, party, pick-up-anytime vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Which makes it even more impressive for me because I don't play those types of games. I'm not a competitive multiplayer guy, but something about dodgeball is so simple, and they make the controls simple but really smooth. And I, I don't know. I just fell for it. I played it. I mean, it, it came to me at the perfect time. I was on my ass for two months. And for the first couple of weeks, that's all it is, play Knockout City. I got pretty good at that game. I'm not going to brag. I mean, I haven't played since then, so I'm actually, I'm probably like trash now. But just leave I, on top. <laughs> pretty much. I could compete. If I had a bad team, I could still compete and maybe pull it out as a solo. But yeah, Knockout City is great. Um, I. Definitely would uh, suggest it if you're into that kind of multiplayer competitive field for sure. So, Jordan, one last time. Last chance. Number three game of the year. Anything? Last chance. <laughs> Spider-Man Remastered. Played through it this year. Technically came out last year, but I played through You know it. what? For you, I'm doing it. Fuck yeah. Spider-Man Remastered. And while I'm doing that, the other stuff on the docket I wanted to cover is stuff we're currently playing. So is there anything that anyone is currently playing that is like they just want to give a shout out to? We can add it to the the official account. Two quick shout outs. Neither came out this year. Neither are necessarily like fresh and new IP at this point. But I have been very extremely obsessed with Apex Legends as of late. The new season dropped this week. I'm like I, I jumped in last season, loved it. Playing this season, love it even more because of the new character who's very OP. Extremely overpowered. I don't care. I love Seer. He's fucking awesome. And then the other game is League of Legends Wild Rift, which surprises me as I say that out loud, but I, I was playing all day today. Um, I've always wanted to like get into the MOBA genre, and I played some Pokemon Unite, but Pokemon Unite frustrates me to no end, mostly because it's the juxtaposition of... I know that this is like supposedly a deep MOBA. There are a lot of tech, and there's a lot of... There's a lot of stuff that I don't know yet, but also, I know the basics of how to play a MOBA, and this is Baby's first MOBA, so it's like, I'm gonna go, like, I'm gonna jungle, and people are stealing my jungle creeps, and I want to do X, Y, and Z, and people just don't necessarily know how to, I, I feel like with League of Legends, they do a better job of siloing people into, you wanna play mid lane? Go mid lane. You wanna go top? Go top. Um, it's a real man's MOBA. No, it's something no, no. that I can play while I'm watching kind of funny. Like, on my phone, like, it's just... No, 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 I'm it's, I don't it. want... Yeah, like, I don't want to get sweaty in actual League of Legends, and Wild Rift is the perfect... I want, I want to play for 20 minutes, maybe, get a game in, feel good about it, get out. That was Rocket League for me back in the day. Mm. Rocket League was just... I could pop in for, like, 10 minutes, or I could hop in for two hours. Who knows? Yeah, I like those yeah. types of games. Mm-hmm. For dime me, a dozen the, to find a good one i think yeah. they're a dime a dozen for me that one's tetris 99 like uh, the reason yeah. i think i have almost 300 hours in that game is because those 15 <laughs> minute rounds add up a lot yeah especially when i just keep it by my bed Oof. yeah dangerous <laughs> are you currently playing tetris 99 like at the second no i have that no. level of self-control 
Oh, I mean, it's been it's been a few weeks since I picked it up, to be honest. But okay. I'm sure I've still got it. Sure. So you, you guys it... have not lived until you're sitting in your therapist's office trying to avoid Tetris syndrome while you talk to them. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, Brett. What are you currently playing that you want to shout out? Uh, still playing through Ghost of Tsushima. Um, Ooh. In the final act, so I'm coming coming to the epic conclusion. So I'm very excited to. Uh, get back to that just because um, I'll, I'll be able to line it up with the release of the uh, director's cut on PS5 so I'll be able to uh, go back into that version of the game with the uh, uh, the expansion the, the new island that they're adding um, yeah that game man that game is incredible like <laughs> it looks so pretty sorry it's like the prettiest game I've ever seen I think yeah it's gorgeous i it's funny, I played um, The Last of Us Part Two a few months ago, and then I'm playing this now, and like, which are two like of the big 2020 Game of the Year contenders, so sure. I'm like retroactively having my own discussion in my mind about like what my Game of the Year for last year was, because I'm like, well, these two are clearly like probably the top two options, so. They were my yeah. top two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and one more, possibly. Oh, also, I want to add real quick. That I don't replay games that often. Ghost of Tsushima was like my game of the year last year, and I still didn't plan on replaying it. And then I saw the director's cut stuff or whatever this is titled, and man, I think I'm gonna play this game again. And I don't do that. I just don't replay games. I'm like, I don't have time to do this. I I hate wasting the hours on an experience I've pretty much already experienced. I know they're adding the island or whatever, but like I could realistically do without that. Like I I know what this game is. I've played this game. I love this game. But I think it got me. I think it got me. I think I'm gonna buy it and play it again. I sucker punch. It. They did it, and sure. like I'm like I was like I know it's gonna come to PS5 at some point. I'll play it then. And now the director's cut came out. I'm like okay, Samurai yeah. do nothing for me. Can someone sell me on this game? Because like I want to have fun with it, and I wanna I want to want to play it. Samurai do nothing for me either. But after playing this game, I like Samurai. I'm not saying like I love like I'm a, I'm a fan of Samurai now, but like Samurai is now intriguing to me. Okay. And it wasn't it totally helps if you are interested in like samurai and like ninja, like the dichotomy between those two fighting styles. Okay. But I would say that this game, more than any other game, sells you on you can play however you want, like within the limited scope of what they give you. But like I pretty much on a flip of a coin, if I went into a, a like an enemy camp, it was like, oh, I could just go full ghost and like go full stealth and then have that be a fulfilling experience. Or I could walk up Go full samurai combat. Either way, I feel like they like the gameplay styles work very well individually. So it's like you can pick whichever one you want. If you want to play Far Cry stealth, you can do that. If you want to just walk in and start slashing, you can do that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you've heard it before, but you can literally be samurai Batman. Yeah, yeah that's the thing is I'm getting kind of like Arkhamy vibes from it, which like that that might, I'm sure the gameplay is great. Uh, I would say like yeah, it is Arkhamy vibes, but you definitely don't feel nearly as like chunky. If that makes sense, like I feel like playing Arkham, like you feel you feel bulky in those games. So it's like playing the Arkham games, but like you're Nightwing, you're not Batman. Sure. Like like you're a little I mean, bit more lean. You you can dodge better. Sure. I would say yeah. you're playing as year one Batman versus in Arkham, you're playing as like year ten Batman. Batman Beyond. Um, Arkham yeah. or- Arkham Origins exists, so Woo! that was year one Batman. I'd year say one point five Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say I'd say to sell you on the game, even if you're not like a huge fan of like samurai or like all that, like I think the gameplay is incredible. Like, yeah, I I can I can never really get into Assassin's Creed, and this game is basically like just a better Assassin's Creed. Like it's the best Assassin's Creed game ever in terms of the gameplay. Okay. That's uh, a good point. Like, and and I really like Assassin's Creed too. Like Assassin's Creed two is one of my favorite games of all time. But yeah. Ghost is just a better game than that. It, they're very similar. And how long is it if I just mainline the story? Like, do I, is it too grindy? Because I know there's a lot of options that you can get with your loadout and stuff. Like, is it is it grindy, or would I be fine just kind of getting what I get? Um, give me one second. It is 24 hours for me. That's as someone that historically will only mainline game, like not only, but like if I see something cool, I'll kind of divert. But for the most part, I'm focused on the story. Yeah. Ghost of Tsushima is one of the hardest games to just mainline purely because there's so much other interesting stuff happening that you will naturally want to okay. check the out game, X, Y, and Z. The game's very good at you completing an objective and then 
you just naturally will see something else and you're like wait what is that let me go check this out so yeah i, I tend to compete stuff like on my way to things like using spider-man as an example it's like oh if i was in midtown and i had to go all the way to like the financial district on my way there any backpacks tokens crimes like i would do that on the way and knock out object objectives like that so if i mean i would do that with this but I've kind of gotten the vibe that there's some aspects of grinding in it, which maybe it's just me look. Again, I'm just outwards looking in, so I might have really misunderstood what people were saying. I think yeah, I it lets you make up for it with skill, in my opinion. It's if sure. you're good, if you learn that, you know, you prefer the samurai combat. I know you said you weren't a fan, but like the samurai combat is very much like if you have the reflexes, you can take it down a camp in three minutes. Whereas okay. if you if you want to not grind that hard and you just want to go stealth, like it'll take you. Seven minutes, but it's still pretty straightforward. It's not that later. Crazy. Later on in the game, I was just walking in, just like, "I am here, hello," and just taking out fools left and right. It was so, so much okay. fun. Yeah, and I, I, I think I think I sorry, bro. One, one I'm I'm terrible. Thirty hours is what I think I put into it, and as someone who I I think I did pretty much everything that yeah. I could. I think there might have been a few side quests I didn't do, but for the most part, I did everything I could, and it was thirty hours for me. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say one more quick thing that is that the story is great and the characters are awesome. Like, uh, they all add a different uh, point of view and discussion to the game's main central theme. Um, and then also too, like you learn like real world history about like, uh, like the Mongols and you know was it the twelfth century like twelfth century history and architecture and design and all that. So it's always cool to like play a game and actually like learn something about like. Gotcha. Real life. Yeah, so that's cool. I like that. Okay. And and he brought the characters. I would argue that all the characters are more intriguing than Jin in a good way. Oh, like yeah. I I think all the side characters are like way better characters than Jin, but they're like in the in the frame where like since you're Jin, you're just watching their story play out and it it's so enticing. You want to yeah. see how how things end. But uh I Bo, you did have a soft out around now. Are you okay to stay or do you need Yeah, to... I'll just tell people that I'm going to be late. It's not a big deal. Are you sure? Look up the Content right comes first. Awesome. <laughs> I love to hear it. But just know you don't have to do that. Just uh, August 20th. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I'll do it after War for Wakanda. You have... Uh, <laughs> yeah, so so the director's cut's coming to PS4 as well. So even if you don't have a PS5... I have a PS5. Still... Okay. Yeah. Then you're... I mean, good, yeah. I mean, I get that, but that's definitely a game you want to play on PS5. I understand. Oh, yeah. I understand. They're hard to get. Like I'm lucky. I am. I pray to God. Were they? Because I mean, I got mine day one at midnight. Well, yeah, we too. both know that a bunch of people didn't. Me, okay. Just I not... got mine semi recently. Listen, man, you got to play more of those cookie clickers. Screw that. We all know it's a fiasco trying to get these next gen consoles in this pandemic. Oh yeah, no, I got, I got, su I got pandemic. super fucking lucky, and even of all my uh, like other friends and coworkers that. All of them had to wait for the 3 a.m. refresh. I somehow got mine at midnight. Lucky. You were lucky. I was. You were definitely lucky. Uh, Brett, one more game that you're currently playing that you want to shout out? Currently playing. Um, I'm going to include a game that I'm about to start playing. Okay. Because I'm uh, trying to play all the Metroid games this year. Ooh. I was doing that anyways just for the 35th anniversary, which is actually today. So let's shout out Metroid. Um, did I what? Happy birthday to Metroid. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Off. It was just supposed to be a one-off. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I'm playing, I'm gonna, I played through all the other Metroids, and now I'm going by release order, so now I'm doing Metroid Prime. So I'm gonna throw a Metroid Prime in there. One of the sure. best things of all time, honestly. Yeah, high praise, but I've definitely heard it before. You're not the only one that has the the tale of just how good this game is for sure this this game is so good and so influential that i bought it twice when i was a kid mm. now <laughs> now y'all know like usually how y'all get how we got money as a kid was birthdays or christmas so i spent two of those holidays on this this same game because it was so good <laughs> yeah but why did you need to buy it copy. twice i lost my first copy oh yeah. But it was so good, he needed it again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah, I already added my two games. I don't want to just gloss over Metroid, because I'm probably going to play Metroid Dread, and I don't play Metroid games. They just don't appeal to me that much, but Metroid Dread looks pretty dope. Mm -hmm. Just want to get that out there. 
I already added my two games I'm playing. It's Everybody's Golf. Nice. And what else? I don't honestly remember. Oh, uh, Death's Door. But yeah, I, I didn't play Everybody's Golf the first time around. Um, and then I played Super Rush, and I was like, you know what? I'm into golf games. So I just picked up one I knew was good. And I I think I like Everybody's Golf way more than Mario Golf, honestly. That's, I think it's... Yeah. I, the the controls to actually actual golfing feels more relative, but also more video gamey. I know that seems weird when comparing to a Nintendo game, but Nintendo seems more focused towards, I would say, like, basic Nintendo, like, really young kids. Like, any young kid can pick that up, that golf game and play it. Whereas everybody's golf, I feel like it's not catered towards super young kids. So, and it, it's something that I picked up on, and I, I personally enjoyed that a little bit more. Everybody's golf is not for everybody. <laughs> for everybody that's played golf before in real life. I mean... Everybody I'll, above so playing... the age of fives golf. <laughs> <laughs> don't quote it. Don't quote me. Don't do that. Um, but playing Super Rush, I was like, eh, I don't care about golf. But playing everybody's golf, I was literally Googling, like, what's the average score for a pro golfer? Like, I was curious. I was like, how am I doing? And I think I'm pretty good. Like, I'm averaging, like, negative 10. Like, I, I'm pre- doing pretty good, I think. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. But, yeah, I'm playing everybody's golf. And Death's Door. Death's Door is... Is that a roguelite? Is that what Death's Door is? I've heard it described as a Zelda-like. And I Zelda-like. don't know if that's going to become a new genre, or... Mm. I feel like Zelda-like is already, like, with... Uh... Never mind. As I said that, I was going to say, Hyper Light Drifter, totally not a Zelda-like. So <laughs> I, I'll withdraw that statement. Yeah. Sure. That, well, whatever kind of game it is, it's not usually a game that I play. Like, those kind of... not. It's not super punishing, but you know what I mean? The, the punishing ones where you're probably going to die a decent amount of times, and you got to kind of learn uh, bosses' moves and stuff like that. And I usually don't pick up on games like that. Like, it's just it's just not my type of thing. But Death Store, there's something about the aesthetic I enjoy... There's something about the balance and difficulty, something about the exploration. It reminds me a lot of Link's Awakening, uh, the remake. Yeah. Um, and oh, I really yeah. liked Link's Awakening, and so I think that's why I like this game. I think if I didn't play Link's Awakening and played Death's Door, I wouldn't like it. But because I pushed through Link's Awakening and enjoyed it, now I have a different appreciation for Death's Door. So I think I owe that to Link's Awakening. Is it just a timed exclusive with Microsoft? Because I feel like this game would rock on the Switch. Honestly... I have no idea. I think if it is, they haven't said, but I could be wrong. But I don't think they've announced, like, time exclusive. I think it's just on Xbox and PC or whatever. So, Hopefully it comes to Switch eventually. Mm-hmm. Remember, everyone, um, pets. Did we cover what Bo was currently playing? Is that what we did first? Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. we got Wild Rift, Apex Legends, mm-hmm. Red Gave Us Coast of Tsushima, Metroid Prime. Jordan, what are you currently playing? Um... Well, Skyward Sword in the ROM hack. Uh, again, it's not going to be on here, but if anybody's looking for Pokemon ROM hack, Pokemon Neon Blue, pretty good. I was also playing through Light Platinum, which isn't actually a Platinum ROM hack. That's just the name. Uh, the guy has made one for GBA and DS. I was playing the DS one, not realizing he barely finished it. Is still working on it. Got, got my first badge, and the game ends a little bit after there. But as for a completed one, Pokemon Neon Blue, don't sleep on it. Don't sleep on it. You heard it here first so with the remaining time that we have do we want to i'll let you guys choose do we want to do a joke list do we want to play a big old joke on chris or alec or whoever do we want to try to hash out some games in our top three of all time or do we want to do upcoming hype i'll let one of eh, just what do you want to do shout it out either of the latter two yeah all time or hype yeah yeah okay uh, uh jordan you're the you're the, the deciding vote okay. I'll say let's do hype because all time would be really fun if we could get more people, if possible. Sure. Sure. Okay. So, games, I am hyped for. Anyone have anything? Because I'm going to look at my my personal GG account, and that will tell me um, what mine are, for sure. Motherfucking Naraka Blade Point. Has anyone else played the demo? Do you know what I'm talking about? Rock on. Whoops. No, I but don't. I was really yeah. worried that the word after mother was going to be three, and I was going to be like, is this a fantasy it's land happening. we're living in? No, my uncle works at Nintendo. He says it's happening. Um, is, that you, is that how you spell it? Uh, N-A-R-A. Naraka. Yeah. And then if it's going to be really annoying, then I'm pretty sure Blade Point is... Yeah, there we go. Test server playlist? Or play test? 
the full game. <laughs> I, I played this beta, though. That's why it's, like, on top of my okay. most anticipated games of this year, because, like, I'm also going to get out front and say, like, I'm biased, because when I played the beta, I was kind of fucking filthy. Like, I, I won more games than I lost, and this is a battle royale, a genre that I have been notoriously kind of, like, I like them, but I've not been great at them. And the fact that, like, like winning the game with 14 kills is not something that is my normal battle royale MO, but you tell me, hey, it's a battle royale with, like, you have some shooting, because you can pick up uh, ranged weapons, but, like, it's mostly a close-range, like, fighting game. Mm -hmm. You can have a grapple hook that'll, like, launch you up or to an enemy. You can use the grapple hook to, like, move toward an enemy and then just use a combo to take them down. Um, I, I feel like this game is not getting enough talk because i personally haven't seen it spoken about anywhere like I, I saw the initial launch trailer or the initial reveal trailer i don't remember when um wrote it down in the back of my head is like this is going to be something that you fuck with heavily I played the beta i fuck with it heavily and as soon as the game comes out no one will ever see me again because i will become a pro and then rock a blade point it, i'm so excited so if anybody wants to join waypoint <laughs> yeah there will be an oh i think it comes out in, like later this month maybe next month when that happens it's been real it's been fun all right people, august, taking august, july 2020 through august 2021 or sorry taking... july 2021 through august 2021 what what yeah. platforms is it coming to and is it crossplay? i played it on pc i assume it's also coming to ps5 i don't know about xbox i have no idea about play i really that. don't And just for the record, I do... I guess I could have just put that on one to play. Eh, whatever. Um, I added God of War, Halo, Metroid Dread, uh, Breath of the Wild 2. Oh, so this isn't just for 2021? The... Just, this is just want to play. Or like like upcoming hype. Oh, so I, I, uh, I guess yeah. it could be 2023. F-Zero 2022. Is that... Is that no, it's point? not announced. It's not... I don't think it... I, you I heard it here willing, first, guys. I'm like, willing this game into existence. I'm trying to single-handedly resurrect ah, the franchise. Like my live-action Spider-Verse. <laughs> that actually has, yeah. That has more <laughs> legs than F-Zero 2022. Oh, yeah, I think Brett's converting to my side. But anyway, yeah, uh, Naraka Blade Point is looking like it's just going to be Windows and PS5. <laughs> but if you have a PS5, shit's dank. It's really good. It's very good. Okay, Brett, just, upcoming hype? Sorry, but I didn't mean to cut you off. But no, I had nothing else to say other than hype for Neurotic. Sure. Brett, what um, you got? You said you, you're, we already have Metroid Dread on, on the list, right? Yeah, it's on our want to play here. If I go to do, 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 want to play, these five are there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so obviously that, that was like going to be my first choice, but it's already on there. Um, man, I could just I kind of just want to do all the Nintendo stuff that they announced. Like, I'm, I'll go with Mario Party, uh, was it Superstars? Okay. Um, the best Mario Party boards and mini games are being remastered or remade or whatever. So I just, I just can't freaking wait, man. Like this is this is what I wanted like for twenty years. Whenever the whenever they last came out was like just the the just the best boards and the best games with online functionality. And so I like Super Mario Party well enough. It was fine. Uh, some of the later number of titles uh, on GameCube were, were good, but man, the originals just had, had that secret sauce for me. And like uh, we were talking about earlier, like, yeah, it's it's fun to loot. Like, you have to go in that, that mindset of, like, bullshit's going to happen to you. Mm -hmm. So you just have to, like, like, when you get screwed over, like, that's fun. Like, that's part of the Yeah, fun Chris. So, <laughs> yeah. so I, I love that. And, and it, yeah, it's, it usually means someone else is winning, so... Um, <laughs> Yeah, so someone's having a good time, like Austin said earlier. So, yeah, these games, man, like, it's going to be fun. I can't wait to yeah. play it. I still wish this was just, like, $30, $40 DLC, but I'm still going to play it. I'm right there with you. Like, I, it should be DLC that, honestly, isn't that expensive, what you're saying. It should but be, like, Even if it's, like, they're, like, listen, this is a game's worth of content between just all the mini games and the three boards, which are throwbacks to old ones. And, like, I don't know what mechanics they're going to be changing, but... I don't know, maybe be like, hey, if you're playing the, these boards, the mechanics of Mar of Super Mario Party are different than, you know what I mean? Because I yeah, know a lot of people weren't happy with some of those mechanics as well. 
it's the same amount of content as Super Mario Party. So sure. it's like five boards. Actually, I think didn't Super Mario Party only have four? So this has an extra board. So, uh, Brett, to you, this isn't weird that it's its own game? No. It's not weird? No. I mean, j just with that... Just with the amount, of, it's just as much, if not more, content than the last one, and it's better content. So I'm happy to pay for this. Sure. Oh, uh, I don't even think it's a weird choice. Actually, in f as far as all of Nintendo's decisions goes, this is one that makes relative sense. I just it, wish it was DLC because I'd rather just be like, I have one and, game that has everything. And and Super Mario Party came out three years ago, so it's if if you follow the cycles of the Mario Party games over the last twenty years, there's one coming out every two to three years, anyways. And that's never been a discussion of um, why isn't this added on content. So in this never... time will be like a guaranteed hit because it's been tested and proven to be things that people want, right? Yeah. Well, that, it's things that people be... want from the N64 era, so it might just be in their head. Mm -hmm. That's going to be an inter interesting discussion how it does sales-wise because I don't know if you all saw the Nintendo report, uh, what, yesterday or two days ago? Like, Super Mario Party sold like 14 million copies or something on switch like it's a massive success and usually what happens with sequels to huge games on uh especially nintendo platforms is this one probably won't sell as well just because it's not going to be on sale for as long you know people some people have bought the first one and not want to upgrade or buy the next one so um i i, I think it'll still do well um but yeah this i think this one is going to be incredible I, I really think it's gonna be special yeah. sure. um i'm trying to find the indie that i loved during e3 and i think it's called planet of lana and that yeah. one it looks like a simplistic side-scrolling ghibli film oh i didn't mean to just search that planet. oh yeah planet. Mm, I'm sorry. God damn it. i know i know yeah on the zx spectrum let's go <laughs> Uh, Lena. Oh, fuck it. Oh, there it is. Lena yeah, this this game looks incredible. Look at this. That's You're seeing this, right? Yeah. It it literally looks like a side scrolling, like artistic hand drawn I mean, I guess that is Ghibli. I was to say hand drawn Ghibli, but whatever. You get it. You get the point. And then the, the way the trailer was, like this scene, I was like, Oh shit. It, it made it feel even more Ghibli. It's like a picture opinion. book. Mm. Yeah. I have not heard of this. I'm very excited for it. What kind of game is it comparable to? Like, is it a strictly platforming game? Is there like, like that that last screenshot with the town? Like, is there like some sort of like, you know, like dialogue, kind of, um, inventory, like where you're buying gear and you're buying items and things like that? Or, I don't think they've really discussed that openly. But from from what I've gathered from just watching the trailers and such, it does seem like a loose narrative side-scrolling game. Cinematic where... puzzle adventure is what it says at the top. Sure. Okay. There you go. Just read, apparently. Um, but, like, I feel like even, like, if it is a narrative-driven game where, I mean, it says cinematic puzzler or whatever, but I feel like the dialogue in there would, would never be, ex like, too extensive. It would just be, like, something like, hey, I saw you over there, or... They just give you little tidbits of the world. You know what I mean? That's all everyone actually says to you. They're like, I just saw you over there. I just saw you over there. Next NPC, I just saw you over there. It's like, oh, wow, uh, they really didn't flush this out at all. Jeez. When, when is that? When is Lana coming out? <laughs> oh, man, I don't remember. Um, Here, I'll Google it. Is it 2021? I really don't remember. I, I'm looking up right now. Release. 2022. 2022. Yep. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it looks great. Yeah. Yeah, that one blew me away. Xbox and I feel exclusive like a... as well. Oh, wow. Is it coming yeah, to Game Pass? Pass? Oh, game I Pass? think so, because I, I, it was it was shown at E3, and I think uh, other than, what, Battlefield and, like, two other games, everything was coming to Game, game Pass Day 1, because it is a first-party Xbox game. It's not, like, a, a, a marketing deal type of for exclusive. I do have a hot topic to run by you guys real quick, because... If, okay, if J.K. Rowling wasn't such a piece of shit, I would be over the moon hyped about, is that the, is that the, is that the phrase, over the moon? Yeah. Yes. Okay, cool. I would be absolutely hyped beyond belief for that Hogwarts Legacy game. But because J.K. Rowling is such a piece of shit, I don't know how to feel about it. But that would be, like, 
upcoming hype. Like, that would be my game that I'm yeah. just ready to sink hours and hours into. And now I'm so conflicted. And honestly, I'm probably not going to buy the game because I'd feel like a piece of shit. And... As a relapsed Overwatch diehard, like, no, I'm not going to lie. The choices between what I was going to wear right now is between my Overwatch sweatshirt and this. And I was like, oh, it's an easier decision than I'm making it out to be. Um, <laughs> Alana Pierce put up a great video where she... She mentioned how she spoke to different devs and basically the idea of like, just because the one person at the top is the devil, that doesn't mean that the devs are also yeah. devils. If, you know, if these people are pouring their heart and soul into a game and the management is garbage, they are experiencing the management being garbage firsthand, but they stay because, you know, like this is their passion project. This is what they want yeah. to do. And they stay through all of the bullshit because they know that at the end of the day, they'll make a cool game and people will like it. Like, I'm not saying go out and support horrible people, but, like, I don't think you need to feel guilty about, like, wanting to play a game that was not, like, I don't think J.K. Rowling fucking put code into this game. Like, I don't think she... Not a chance. No. Yeah, However, I, th I think the game director, people also found like an old YouTube channel of his where he's kind of oh, a piece yeah. of shit too. Oh, and again, that's a director that. that's not the devs. I, I, mean, I, I, I don't know. Same. No, no, I, I know well, what you mean. It, it, it's a tough situation where it's like, especially with like the uh, everything going on Activision Blizzard and Hogwarts Legacy, it's so different because one of them is like the person who created the IP versus the actual people that have a hand in the game. Like there is a slight difference there. Um, it, it's what tough. I will say... What I will say is that uh, if I do end up buying the game, whatever money I spend on the game, I'll probably donate to a charity as well. So if anyone watching knows a decent charity to donate to, please leave it in the comments, and I will look into that. Uh, sure. Off the top Trevor, of my head, the Trevor, Trevor Project. Trevor Project, yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Perfect. Yeah, Trevor Project. See, well, even if I... The, oh, go ahead, Brett. Oh, kind of kind of echoing um, Bo said, it's like, I mean, if you look at pretty much anything, there's always some scumbag in some company that yeah. you partake in whatever product so it's hard to i think that's why i'm still gonna get the game if it's good like if, it, if it's terrible then probably sure. not but um I, I think the the way we can get wins within the current situation is by talking about the issues that they're um like especially the viewpoints that like jk rolling holds and things like that yeah. and then making donations and making a difference in a positive way while yeah. framing the discussion around the game yeah around that yeah on the uh, explicitly trans rights matter um fuck jk rowling transphobia is bad and if you're a transphobe <laughs> read a goddamn book uh just just to get that out there uh, not harry potter though not yet don't, <laughs> yeah, don't, don't read, read that harry book potter. um but that's the other thing with J.K. Rowling specifically. It's like she has more money than God at this point. Nothing we do or don't do is going to change that. Mm -hmm. However, someone put the idea of like, but if she now reads, oh, Hogwarts Legacy sold beyond expectations versus didn't, she's going to be more empowered to be like, see, I have people on my side. People still like me. I can still get away with this. Um, I I mean, me personally, I'm not – and I'm a, I was a big Harry Potter guy for a while. Still – kind of am like i still love the ip for what it was and what it meant to me this era of hogwarts doesn't do anything for me like i almost wish it took place after the books but like there was still nothing going on in a way just to kind of see like oh like i wonder what happened 10 years after harry left etc um but if i decide that i'm gonna get the game i'm gonna wait for a used copy to come to gamestop i'm not gonna buy a new hey, copy i'll do it that way that's that, that would be the way i would do it as well but i got a a PS5 without a disc drive. So... Yeah, I was going to say, uh, as a PC boy, I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, but, but I'm also not a Harry Potter fan. Uh, I'm a, I'm a could, big Harry could, Potter fan. You could always, fan. Uh, you know, sail the seven seas and become a pirate. If you know what I'm... If you're picking up what I'm putting down. No, in, no in don't, don't do that. the FBI is listening, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> but the, the thing about this game is that it's one of those things where as a kid, it was like a fever dream that I had. Like a, a game like that. And then they yeah. showed me, like, when the footage leaked, I was like, there's no way this is real. Like, there's no way. Like, that, that cannot exist. It's too good to be true. And then here it is, and it's wrapped in this weird bow, and it just, eh, bow. But, you know. But, yeah, I probably will end up buying it. I'm still extremely conflicted. Um, but, yeah, 
Trevor Project apparently is the one to go to. Part of me almost wishes this game was out while motion controls were still around, so I could be like, wish, wish, wish. There was a Wii game. There was yeah, there, a, there was the Spellbook a... one for for uh, PlayStation Move. I remember. There's also no, one there, there... for mobile where you could like hold your phone. And yeah, I remember that, but I I couldn't fucking do that. <laughs> I, just, I just traced it. I did the I did the tracing with yeah. my finger. I couldn't fucking sure. move my phone. Okay, so before we close out, Jordan, do you have an upcoming game you wanted to share with the group? Yeah, I didn't know we were going to do one each. Um, I'll put like, This is what I decided on. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to put Guardians. Oh, yeah, that's a good yeah. one. Yeah, like, I'm excited for that game. That's yeah. kind of the yeah. one game that keeps popping up, and I'm like, what the fuck's coming up? It's like Guardians. Um, but other ones that I'm personally looking forward to, we don't have to add these to the list. Uh, Pokemon, Brilliant Dining, and Shiny Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Still upset yeah. about the art style. Still going to fucking play it. Um, because I have no moral backbone. Pokemon be Pokemon. Yeah. We, um, we talked about that a bit, where it's like, I don't think the art style looks bad, but when you compare, like, the work, the style of work put into the other art styles for the other remakes, I totally yeah. get your stance. Like, I went off on, no, I don't want to say I went off. I was not disrespectful about it. I just have my own thoughts about it, which were all out on the, um, I think after that Pokemon Presents, or after that Nintendo Direct, me mm-hmm. and uh, Al, and then also... No, Mitch and Kumal were on the predictions, not on the reactions. But I explained what I did and didn't like about the art style. Um, but at, at the the kind of saving grace for me is that the battles are in the, the nicer graphics. So mm-hmm. I just I also haven't played through Sinnoh in a while. Like, I'm, it's still going to feel like home to me. Um, other yeah. one I'm looking forward to is Skatebird because the second oh, right. I saw that game announced a couple of years ago, I was like, I fucking want this. I've been keeping tabs on it. I would, I would put all these. I just don't want to clutter this because I feel like if we all did a bunch of want to play, that's all our thing would be. It's just It would just be full of want to play all across the board Yeah. when you have nine members in a, in a group. So. But yeah, so I think, I think that wraps up. Any last thoughts? Any shout-outs you want to give as a panel? Um, yes, no, maybe so. I've given my... F-Zero 2022, make it happen, Nintendo. You heard it. WarioWare Advance Wars... I was thinking about Advanced Wars. Like, like I dabbled in it after you, Chris, and Al talked about how good it was. And like, I get, I get what it is now. And I, I kind of might, I might dabble in the re, in the remake. Like, I haven't played the the GBA one since I started. I was just like, okay, I get what it, this is about. I could do more of the training in on the Switch. Yeah, Jordan, we, I'm right there. I'm right there with you, Jordan. We got, we gotta, we gotta support, or like, we don't have to. But like, with Advance Wars, right? It was one, two, dual strike, and then we got that weird like Days of Ruin, which it, it's not bad. Is that it just the DS a, one? Yeah, one of the second DS one. It was just a completely different tone, and then that was it. And then they started making Fire Emblem. Like, <laughs> there's only yeah, like we had like, groove. That's okay. There were some uh, things with like the game design and balance that like I didn't like that made it like yeah. not as good as Advance Wars for me. Um, but mm-hmm. Go ahead. I was going to say, you know what other GBA slash uh, DS series needs to come back? Spectros. Golden Sun? No. Mega Man Battle Network. Fucking bring that back. Child of Eden. Play Child of Eden, and it is it is what you remember Battle Network being with a modern paint on it. I mean, I, I was replaying some of the Battle Networks recently, and they still fucking hold up. I'm not saying they don't. I'm just saying if you're still looking for new stuff, Child of yeah. Eden is what you want. Because I went through that exact Fine. same phase of remembering Battle Network existed, and then find it. I think like yeah. within like 48 hours of me remembering Battle.net existed, I saw uh, the development of Child of Eden. Quick, I mean, like, what's one step from Eden? I don't remember. I, I, I heard about this recently because I was listening to some Watt Culture stuff in my uh, mm-hmm. on my Spotify, and they mentioned that like it is something of Eden. It has a Mega Man Battle Network kind of flair to it i've actually like i talk about those games so much and i do have a love for them i never fully beat one i actually don't even think like i those are like so tied to me playing them with a friend that the friend actually might have been the owner but i was obsessed enough that like i still bought a a toy uh pet and it was just like looking back now because like when i found out that mega man was actually used to just be like a a side scroller kind of almost shoot 'em up thing I was heartbroken. I was like, wait, what? And now looking back at it, I was like, that Battle Network was a fucking genius reboot from the from the company 
to kind of like Pokemon and Digimon fight the the IP in the era that those two IPs were kind of at their peak of like, no, no, let's establish this in the real world and make this a thing that they do. Honestly, it's all, talk also like you I, I yeah. have just so many thoughts on the franchise. We got to talk offline. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay. Thank you for watching whatever the hell this GG podcast was. Um, I think this was a success. I would like to do this more, kind of how we do updates of the Fantasy Critic League. I think yeah. it'd be fun. Definitely. So, yeah. Oh, my. I, my thought my computer just glitched out, but I didn't. Okay, we're good. Awesome. See you at the next waypoint. Bye. I'm waving bye. bye. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. GG, get good trans rights. <laughs> <laughs>